famous mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm gonna show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary! I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. <laughs> Anything into a guitar, including all that stuff. <laughs> this is the Aramata Show. It is the 2nd of September 2018. Thank you very much for checking us all out. Joining us on the show is Nick. Can Nick hear us? No, I don't think he can do it or not. Uh, is Patricia on the show? Hello, everyone. How's it going? Hey, Patricia, you're right. Um, yeah, so. Uh, uh, if you want to uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. Uh, it's uh, Twitter's at Aaron Meta Show, uh, aaronmeta.tumblr.com, and uh, youtube.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. Uh, Nick seems to be having some uh, microphone issues, I think, at the minute, or uh, some issues. He kind of seems to hear us at the moment, so I think uh, while we wait for him to uh, fix on that, we'll uh, keep going on with the show. So, uh, Patricia, uh, how's things been going on your end? Yes, everything's been going well. Thank you very much, Aaron. Cool. And uh, so, anything going with the old school in podcast? Yes. Uh, first of all, um, I have a brand new episode of Casual Chats up. It is an almost three-hour-long episode discussing about the Power Rangers. Yeah. I was gonna say, how long do your episodes usually last for on the old school? I mean, it's usually like two hours, one hour, something like that. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, they average about an hour or so, but you know, it's Power Rangers, so there's a lot of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, I was thinking, so they got, we got, we got 25 anniversary coming up pretty soon, haven't we? Uh, yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, so uh, that's pretty exciting as well. And, uh, yeah, just um, some of the things that we want to touch up on on the show. Uh, I am aware that uh, recently uh, uh, John McCain passed away, and uh, so uh, he recently had his funeral. And uh, I was wondering about that, actually, because, uh, I mean, obviously you had uh, you know, Barack Obama and George W. Bush and, like, you know, this whole, like... Uh, you know, all these people that have, like, turned up for his, you know, to pay their respects and everything. And, you know, fair enough and, and that. And uh, I don't know, it's just like, it seems like a, a funeral that I probably wouldn't have been probably very invited to, I don't think. Mm. You know, because it was, uh, let's face it, John McCain, I mean, there's 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 positives and there's negatives about uh, his legacy in politics and, uh, and everything. And, uh, you know, also, uh, there's also, like, all sorts of, like, you know, allegations and stuff about, you know, uh, him being... Uh, Saying a derogatory thing about Vietnamese people and that, and uh, the one thing that everyone keeps saying is that well, he served his country, and so uh, he's a he's a mixed bag. I think uh, you know. I guess you could say he is a maverick. You know, in in every true form, I guess. So uh, yeah, 
Um, so we've got some plenty of good stuff coming up uh, on the show. It's, uh, we've got Japanese Giants, uh, Panasonic is, uh, and something to do with Brexit. Uh, we've got uh, something to do with the Republican Party and uh, in regards to NFL protests. Uh, Trump, uh, his number one fan, calls into a radio show. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, stuff about Ariana Grande. Uh, John Goodman uh, has some stuff to say about uh, the upcoming uh, uh, re- reboot of uh, the old, what used to be the Roseanne show and now known as the Connors. And, uh, yeah, some stuff about Half-Life uh, Valve and uh, the um, constantly constant haunting of Half-Life 3. Uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, and also uh, a boyfriend who swaps a girlfriend's bikinis for something quite interesting. So, uh, yeah, plenty to talk to here on the show. So, uh, can Nick finally hear us? I can, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can hear you. When the music was playing, I could hear the music, but I could not hear you talking. I could hear you very faintly in the background, mate. Okay, and then that's uh, yeah. We'll have to look in that to that and see what's uh, going on with it. But uh, Patricia, you can hear me, okay? Can't you? Yes, I can. Yeah, you can do. Okay. We shall battle forward. Yeah, we will indeed. All right, so uh, first uh, thing that we've uh, got from our lovely listeners that uh, listen to the show. Uh, so um, we're going to talk about Brexit for a second. And uh, I guess um, also some people might take some interest in this as well. So uh, Panasonic is a Japanese giant electronics firm, uh, $71 billion uh, in worth. And it's currently pulling it because of Brexit, because of... Uh, the uh, of Britain voting to leave the European Union, and now we're going through this whole uh, Brexit debacle. Uh, now Panasonic has decided it's uh, not going to take the risk, and it's uh, decided to pull its European headquarters out of the UK and base it in the Netherlands. Shocking! Yeah. Shocking! Yeah, not too not too surprising at all. Uh, Jap- so uh, the moves being undertaken is to avoid potential tax issues, and Panasonic announcement also follows a warning from Japanese business lobby that uh, companies are seriously concerned about the continuing Brexit uncertainty. Um, the company, best known for its uh, televisions, hi-fi systems, cameras, uh, said on Thursday that it plans to shift its main operation office from near London to Dutch capital Amsterdam. Uh, Japanese news agency uh, Nikkei uh, reported that the move is being undertaken to avoid potential tax issues. Uh, ev- ev- effectively, if, if the UK lowers corporate tax further after Brexit, it's, uh, as it suggested it could happen, it could be considered by the Japanese uh, government to be a tax haven. Uh, that if that's uh, the case, it could lead to Panasonic facing uh, back taxes from central government uh, aimed at uh, discouraging Japanese organizations from having offices in tax havens. So basically, uh, what's going? So Japan have got rules in place which say, okay, if you look, go put your business in a place where you have like really low, even non-existent corporate tax, then the Japanese government's still going to take that. Uh, that that tax you're going to miss and uh, take it on for themselves. So uh, that's the that's the that's the problem that uh, we got here because they say, oh, you know, we'll just to get all business here, we'll just lower taxes for everything. But you know, if other countries are going to put in like you know anti-protectionism, anti-protectionism or pro-protectionist measures, I guess you could say, in this situation, then you know the we're not going to see the the positives of uh, of what Brexit people are telling us. Because, uh, you know, a lot of uh, international firms are not going to want to base themselves here because they're worried that uh, they don't want to pay, you know, extra taxes in other places. And if they think that uh, do, going to the UK and doing all this business there is going to be more expensive for them in the long run, they're not going to want to come here. I know a big, big massive companies like, like Panasonic are going to be worried about diddling the system, so to speak. So they're not going to take that risk, are they? No, they're not. 
And uh, so, uh, you know, this is something that could potentially, you know, go widespread across the board. I mean, uh, there's, uh, I mean, say for example, like, you know, can you see, you know, some other major organi organizations want to, you know, base themselves here in Brexit if uh, there's so much uncertainty going around and also they get penalised oh, no. for doing so? Fuck so, no, nobody, nobody's going to take the risk. Nobody's going to take a punt on Britain. I, mm. I can't, I just can't see it happening. I really can't. No. It's like I say, uncertain times. Nobody's going to take the risk. What they want is they want certainty and like nobody knows what the hell's happening with Brexit. No, no. not even the people who've Im implemented it know no, what the no. hell's going on. So. And it's funny, it's like, because uh, they, they talk about how, uh, you know, we're going to be closer to the United States of America. And uh, as we all know, the person in charge of the United States of America is, uh, well, as my uh, my auntie likes to call him, the one who will not be named, uh, which is uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> and so I have no problem naming him. But um, <laughs> the, uh, the th thing is that um, w if Brexit would have happened in the way that the Brexiteers, you know, quote unquote, wanted to happen, and that we started trading by uh, WTO rules, uh, Donald Trump originally suggested that he wants to pull uh, America out of a, out of the WTO. So, what on earth? If we are in the WTO and America is out of it, well, the, you know, virtually, at least from a theoretical point of view, you can't see trade or any kind of massive amount of trade happening between the UK and the US. So, it's uh, it, it all kind of all starts to... You know, every single point... Now that uh, uh, Brexit has, uh, the Brexiteers have been arguing about in regards to, uh, to to Brexit being a positive thing for this country. Right now, every single thing seems to be kind of falling apart. It all started with that uh, that big red bus with uh, 350 million pounds of the NHS written all over it. And now every you know that one's fallen down, and every other one's has fallen down. You know, also the immigration part is also falling down. So I was saying, oh well, uh, once we control our borders and uh, we're no longer being uh, the borders are no longer governed by uh, you know, Brussels, as they, they proclaim it to be, um, that, um, you know, we're going to be able to control immigration. But the majority of immigration that comes to this country is non-EU. So... The exactly. I know. Exactly. That's the, yeah, that is, that, that is the ridiculous thing. People from Western Europe aren't, aren't emigrating to the UK. Well, they have their own lovely countries to live in. I know. And if anything, our, our retirees are going out to Spain and places like that and uh, settling down there. Well, and don't uh, call them immigrants, though, mate. They're not immigrants. They're expats. Don't you know the difference? Uh, clearly, I don't. So, uh... Nah, no, because, there's, because there's no fucking difference. There's That's no fucking why. Difference. Yeah, but they exactly. seem to think immigrant is a dirty word, so they call them expats, which is, isn't a thing. It just, no. that mean, what does expat even mean? I was patriotic. Expatriate, uh, uh, ex is that what that what, means? Expat, was, was patriotic, I'm no longer. Wasn't he, still, uh, still vote against immigrants, even though I am an immigrant in a foreign land, voting against people coming into a country where I don't even fucking live anymore. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought, uh, I thought Expat was a, a member of D-Generation X. Expat. Expat. And uh, so, yeah, it's just. I like it's, the Brexiteers. Did you come up with Brexiteers, or is that something you, you you've read no, elsewhere? No, that's, that's, that's got a very very no. European flavour. It almost sounds like Musketeers, which were which were obviously French. Well, there's uh, there's 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 more uh, obscene um, things that I mean, Brexiteers are basically called on at the moment. I think uh, you just know, the irony of Brexiteers means that they're they're trying to become independent from the European Union, uh, well, but obviously that... mus Musketeers are French. Yeah, it's, that's that's the crazy thing about it, isn't it? It's like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if only I think as well, like they say, uh, I mean, we're probably going to we're going to probably hear uh, one of these uh, so-called Brexiteers uh, coming up uh, on the um, on the, probably our third item. But, uh, you know, like, th again, this is more 
dire news coming out of of this. And uh, yeah, there's this all talk about people's vote for uh, for wanting to basically have a, a say on the final deal that we have with the uh, the European Union. They want to put that down to uh, uh, a vote as well, the people's vote that they're calling it. And uh, they've, there's currently uh, centrist uh, people in the Labour Party that are currently campaigning for it at the moment, including. Uh, uh, I guess some elements of the. I, mean, I think it's, I don't know if the Liberal Democrats are officially on board with it. I don't know. It's like it's been a while since I've actually uh, cared about what they had to say. But uh, um, in regards to there is this movement right now for having a second referendum. Uh, Theresa Ray's uh, ruled out ruled this out uh, today, which obviously means it's going to happen someday down in the future. Because as we know, uh, it's, uh, Theresa May's always uh, you know, told us in the past that like, oh, there's going to be no snap election, and then there was a snap election. It's like oh, there's not going to be anything else that's going to happen, and then it all happens. So uh, I think the good indication is that Theresa May is telling us that there isn't going to be a second referendum on our position of the EU. I think there is going to be a second referendum from the looks of things. It's, it's all in the name, mate. Will she? She Theresa May. She may. Mm. She may. She may not. May may not. Well, I think she will. So I think that. I think, I think uh, she will. Yeah, I think I think it's going to happen uh, personally. But uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm open to be surprised. So. Uh, Okay, um, next thing is... Uh, okay, so uh, the GOP, uh, the um, geriatric old party, uh, as I like to call it, so the Republican Party, um, there's something uh, interesting came up here, and uh, I don't think it's uh, for the, um, uh, the, uh, the racially sensitive, I think I'll definitely say for this, and so... Oh, this here. So, uh, county GOP official calls NFL play- players who kneel baboons. Well... You're in what? The- yeah, you've said that in totally the wrong country, my friend. Uh, whoever this thing. So uh, I tell you what, I do have a, an appropriate sound which I do like to play for this, and I believe it's this one. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew you were gonna play that one. Yeah. Uh, so a county GOP official in Pennsylvania wrote on Facebook last year that uh, repeatedly, repeatedly called NFL players who kneeled at protests during the national anthem baboons. Uh, this is the no, this is the uh, nonsensical ranting of Carla Maloney, uh, secretary for the Republican Committee on of Beaver County, uh, wrote the post last year saying that they were reported by the Beaver County Times on Thursday. Maloney uh, took her personal Facebook page under the name. Uh, Clara Billich Fuller uh, to vent her frustration about NFL players kneeling during the national anthem to protest racial injustice. Um, so this wasn't said in confidence with another racist mate behind closed doors. She, she's posting this shit on social media. Yeah, basically. So she's. Uh, I've, I don't know whether that's the re- result of drink, drugs, or whatever else. But uh, yeah, if she's. Uh, I, I tell you, if she has done this as sound mind, then uh, clearly drugs she's do a- make you racist. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Roseanne said anyway. <laughs> Um, so, uh, basically, I think it's, uh, I think this is a quote from the actual, uh, from the, from the page, where it says, Tired of these overpaid, ignorant blacks telling me what I should believe in. I will tell you what I believe in, and that is our flag, the national anthem, and America, period, end of story. Uh, you don't like it here, go to Africa, and see how you like it there. We are all Americans, not African American, not Hispanic American, we are all American. So, yeah, this, this nonsensical ranting... Now she's currently going on, which clearly is uh, racially driven, from from the sa- from the sounds of it. Uh, Maloney predicted that in a civil war could start uh, sooner than later, and complained about reverse racism. You know, like uh, oh, yeah, like racism is racism. It's like yes, 
It's there's uh, there's no such thing as like other racism, you know. Re- 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 reverse racism is just being nice to people. Yeah, like reverse. that's what reverse racism is. It's yeah. just like being friendly. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be unracism? When you that's what of, I mean. Yeah. Reverse racism is just being a nice person. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm true. Her Facebook posts reportedly amplified after the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers remained in the locker room during the anthem uh, before their <coughs> September 21st, uh, sorry, September 24th, 2017 game against Chicago. Uh, she reportedly called the players uh, baboons multiple times. So clearly she's... this. How, how can the Republican Party still go with this woman? Like, How can they go with anybody they have nowadays? I know. Um, so, you know, obviously Donald Trump has, uh, said that, so they should be, uh, you know, players who kneel should be, uh, give, you know, fined a month's pay or whatever, and also, uh, suspended without pay or whatever, and no, he has no power to actually do that, because the NFL, as far as I'm aware, is a private organization away from governments, so, uh, like, uh, yeah, it's just... He shouldn't it's... play the national anthem at sports games anyway, what the fuck has it got to do with sport? Nothing. It's got nothing, nothing. to do with it. Well, uh, Nick, it's all about respecting the troops and uh, respecting your country. And, is, it, uh, so... is, it, is it not about just playing a nice little sports game? No, apparently not anymore. Apparently, it's uh, it's kind of like you know, is this uh, you know these North Korean mass games where uh, people stand uh, you know obediently and uh, then uh, they watch uh, people kick the shit out of each other for a football. So it's like uh, it's really? just, I don't know, it's just it's uh, it's ridiculous, you know. And, why bring uh, why bring politics into sport whatsoever? Why can't sport just be sport? Well, it's uh, it, it, it's the thing is like because uh, you know you talk about not bringing politics into sport. Well, you've already got it in there anyway with them playing the national anthem and uh, you know making them pledge allegiance towards the country. Exactly. Like, not 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 necessary. Sport should no. be sport. Yeah, but it's not uh, in in, the, in this situation. And it I mean, be. it's not even like it's two nations competing. I can understand it at the at the Olympics because at the Olympics. You're representing your nation against other nations in com- in competition, and the NFL, they're all fucking Americans playing against each other. Yeah, what but, are they What are they trying to prove? Here's the thing about this: I'm more well. American than you. Yeah, it's like, and uh, you know, there's there's all you know, taking knee has been totally and utterly misrepresented, you know, by uh, sections of the right wing media, and uh, they're doing this on purpose. You know, they 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 know for a fact that what they're protesting is against is against violence against. Uh, African Americans by the police and uh, by other people, and mm-hmm. uh, they they know that's the case, but uh, they won't. They just either they 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 they're being so uh, disingenuous about about this whole thing, and uh, mm-hmm. why they refuse they just refuse to tell the truth because uh, you know the, uh, the Fox News is uh, in you know has, has got the ear has got the ear of the president, so obviously they're going to tell him nice things that he wants to hear. And um, then there's other people who, uh, you know, don't want, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's racially motivated or if it's, uh, if it's uh, something else that motivates them. But uh, I, I really want to know why. Why is it that they just can't tell the truth about this whole protest that Colin Kaepernick and all these other uh, NFL African-American players are doing? Why can't they tell the truth about it? I don't know. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? I'd like a nice explanation about that. I'll tell you what, if there's... Uh, you know, it was just uh, they know that what they tell they what they're doing is uh, completely untrue. Like they're they're the ones who are the fake news in all of this. Uh, the fact that they can't tell the truth about why they te- why they why they're sitting on one knee or standing or bending on one knee. You know, it's just uh, unbelievable. Shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be an issue from the beginning. But hey ho, yep. this is this is the way it is. I mean, I'm surprised it is continuing. But in a way, I'm not surprised. 
the taking the knee is continuing. But like you say, the more the taking the knee continues, the more they will speculate on whether it means this, that or the other, and they'll report what the hell well, they want. Yeah, I know, but we know what it means. And they know what it means. They're, being, they're, they're, they're basically lying about the whole situation. But mm. people believe what they hear in the media, so... Yeah, yeah. Fox News, you. we deceive you, believe. Okay. Next video. Thank you. Oh, okay, for some strange reason, it's uh, there's no sound in this video for whatever reason. So, uh, so well, let's, uh, let's give this another go, shall we? Paul's in Elstree. Paul, what would you like to say? All right, so let me give you some context here. This is LBC. Um, I don't particularly like this uh, talk radio station, really. And uh, this is James O'Brien, which I kind of like have like a I'm okay with in some aspects with him, and so not okay in other aspects. And uh, I think sometimes he can be a bit condescending, but other times he can actually be quite intelligent in some of the things that he says. So uh, let's see what happens when he goes up against this Trump supporter, shall we? James, you disgust me. You really do. Uh, you can add to that, ranting. Paul. Yes, carry on. Your vile ranting. You know, for someone who claims to be educated like you say you do, you don't even understand the textbook definition of fascism. And then trying to equate the great Donald Trump with National Socialism in the 30s. I mean, are you on drugs today or something? Because you're not making any sense, are you? Um, you're not really making an argument there by accusing your opponent of being on drugs. Like, you know, it's... Uh... <sighs> He's like, oh, he's like, uh, oh uh, how, how dare you rant your vile stuff? How dare you exercise your freedom of speech? You know, it's like... I, I, well, not to you, clearly, but I, I'm not prepared to take full responsibility for that at this stage. What, what is it well, you no, like no, about no, him, Paul? You need to go sit in a darkened room and have a word with yourself, James. Yes. Donald Trump is a man that's going to save America. From save what? America from, from $18 billion of debt. Just, just, My your phone line's gone a bit soft, Paul. If you could just put the mouthpiece nearer to your mouth. Donald Trump there will we save America yes. from $18 billion of debt, mined by the most useless president in the history of the world, Barack Obama. Absolutely useless. Okay. Can we do some detail? Yeah, let's do some detail. Cool. $18 billion. No, no, that, that's repetition. How's he going to fix that? How's he going to fix that? There's an echo in the this studio. A very successful businessman. You see... How many times has he gone bankrupt? You've got to move your phone again. If you put the mouthpiece near your lips and the earpiece near your ear, it'll be a lot easier <laughs> for both of us. How many oh, my God. I, uh, I, I tell you what, I've, I've been in radio for 10 years and never have I ever had to have this kind of issue with uh, someone that I'm talking with on the phone. Like, uh, I yeah, think he's patronising him on purpose, don't you? No, I think, he, I think he's... You know, <laughs> I, I, you know, the, let's face it, he's talking to a lunatic Trump supporter. This guy probably doesn't know where his penis is on his body, let alone knows where his phone is or against his head. How I many <laughs> times has he gone bankrupt, Paul? Why don't you put your brain into gear? No, you, you've got the phone upside down again, Paul. <laughs> Turn it around. <laughs> <and you're, laughs> how many times has how he been is, bankrupt? How is, how is Donald Trump a fascist? I'm asking you questions now. I'm asking you a question. Okay, how is he a fascist? He wants to punish people who haven't done anything wrong. That's got nothing to do with fascism. What? You, what? If that, I would say, you know, punishing innocent people is pretty fascist. Like, you know, it's like, uh, I would say, like, uh, you know, making, uh, what, the, those, those poor kids uh, that are currently locked up in cages on the southern border in the United States... Or, uh, you know, um, rounding people up who are just trying to make, make, you know, make, 
you know, run their normal everyday lives that they can't do uh, back in their own home countries, and you're sending them off and deporting them, despite the fact that they're probably earning their way up to citizenship, want to get jobs, pay taxes in this country, and uh, you're just sending them off and uh, creating, a, you know, I guess, a, a bit of a brain drain, I guess, and also a labor drain in, in those southern states. Like, you know, it's, uh, how on earth can you argue that, you know, punishing innocent people isn't, you know, punishing innocent people that haven't done anything wrong is not fascism? How on earth can you well, argue he, that? He's not really making much of an argument, is he? All he's doing is making himself look like a dick. Well, yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's continue, like I say, let's, he doesn't really need any help whatsoever. All he, he wouldn't even need, uh, your man here, all he would need is a platform and to be allowed to talk. Uh, and people uh, to hear him, and a box and he would just discredit, just discredit himself, just with his own words. He's uh, doing great so no, far. I, I would only accept that if it's like a box of tomatoes to pelt him with, like uh, so. You, like, he doesn't need it. He's he's really capable of putting both feet into his own mouth mm. over and over again. It's pretty funny. Understand the definition of fascism, do you? Uh, I understand the definition of fascism, Paul, but no, I also don't. understand that no, you told me you Donald Trump is a brilliant businessman who's going to wipe yeah, out eighteen billion dollars of debt. I've asked you how, yeah. and your answer is he's a brilliant businessman. I'm just politely asking for a little bit more detail. Detail. There's another echo. Oh. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, yeah. He's, he's asked him numerous times for details, and he can't. That doesn't seem to go through his skull. <laughs> you know. Mm. I guess he, I guess he doesn't care about the details. He just cares about the big picture. No, no. Yeah, I don't even cares. He don't even cares about the big picture. I think he only just cares about the uh, the tiny small picture in his brain. The, or at least what's left of it. Mm. Well, no, James, James. How, how's he going to do that? I think you are. How's he going to do that? He's got connections. He's going to network. <laughs> no, you're not funny. He's got connections. He's going to network. Don't worry about it. Oh my God! Well, well uh, Judge Judy. Uh, what other what what reality TV connections has he got? Doctor Phil? What are they going? Are they are they going to save the economy? Like James, you're not funny. No, you, you are. Think Barack Obama. If you think Barack Obama is a good president, you really need help. How's he going to wipe out? Eh? Okay, let, let's go on the Obama. You know, what do we all think of a Barack Obama? Just uh, just just so we're all clear where we all stand in regards to you know. Uh, well, you. I, I hate talking about po even though we talk about policies on this show quite a bit. I know. Fuck all, really. I hate yeah. talking about things that I know nothing about. Yeah. But most people seem to not mind, and they just spout the roar off okay. like they're an authority. But that said, Medicare can't have been a bad thing, can it? No, it's like, well, um, I don't know. I think you could have gone a bit further with healthcare, personally. I think uh, I understand what he tried to do, and uh, but at the same time, like if you've got some states that uh, only have a certain healthcare, a certain amount of healthcare providers, they're not really going to provide competition in that regard. But mind you, there shouldn't even be competition to begin with. I actually kind of agree with Bernie Sanders' uh, uh, thing that there should be a everyone should be paying into a single payer system, and uh, everyone so they said they should be like a national health service, like we have in this country. And don't tell me that America can't afford it. If they can afford to blow up uh, Iraq three times over and uh, Afghanistan twice, I mean, you're going to tell me that they can't afford to, um, you know, provide healthcare to all their citizens? Like, and on top of that, it would actually actually has been worked out as possibly a cheaper alternative. And uh, don't take me on that. Uh, there's also been uh, research funded by the Koch brothers that also says that uh, you know single payer healthcare could also be a good thing for the country. So uh, it's uh, yeah, eighteen billion dollars of debt, and and well, how you has just said to me that he's got connections. Place, what so? connections has he got, Paul? How has eighteen billion dollars oh, of debt created Paul, in the first place? You, you, when you have a show, I'll ring you and answer your questions. Okay, 
You've rung me to tell me Donald Trump, I'm missing the point, is brilliant, he's going to wipe out $18 yes. billion dollars of debt because he's yes. got connections. What connections? James, do you think I it's think, funny? I think the figure, the figure you're looking okay. for is 19 trillion, actually, for American debt at the moment, but I just want more 18 on... 18 trillion, yeah, well, 18, nine, well... Trillion is more than a billion, but hey, it's... <laughs> yeah, I would say that a trillion is a lot more than a billion. I think. Probably my ignorance coming to the fore again. Well, you are very what are his connections? What are his connections? He can network. He, he Who can with? Maneuver. Who with? Sorry? Who with? Well, he won't be wasting the FBI time sending them down to investigate parochial shootings that the local police can deal with. So he's gonna, he's gonna. Do, do you notice this with Trump supporters? They always seem to like just kind of like you know ricochet amongst all sorts of topics, like you know whether it's uh, you know uh, oh it's uh, Hillary Clinton's fault or it's like oh look at the debt or uh, oh look at all these immigrants that are coming in or look at all this other stuff that is happening as well. Do you notice that happens between you know people on the right and also on. Uh, yeah, people who seem to you know, apologise for Trump about Donald Trump over and over and over and over and over again. Well, it's like, just rhetoric, isn't it? It's just buzzwords. Yeah, keep uh, spouting the same rhetoric over and over and over again. People eventually believe it. That's okay. that's, that's that's what it is. So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit and see if there's anything more. No, so I'm interested in how you connected oh, mate. Donald Trump with fascism. Wait, go go. Okay. Um, I've explained. Can I say one last thing, James? Yes, as long as it's an answer to the question of how his networking and connections are going to save the country $19 trillion. Oh, my God. I, I just pulled this forward two minutes, and they're still talking about this topic. <laughs> Three wow. final things I've got to say. No, mate, Donald you have Trump to answer the question at one point. No, two, two things, James. Well, there was God three a minute ago. And God bless America. Yeah, you're not. You're, you're, you're teasing me, aren't you, Paul? No, I'm not teasing you, James. You're not real. Yes, I am real. Oh, my God. A Zionist president of America is what we need. Uh, there we go. Half past 11 is the time. If you build it, they will come. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, it's like, and these people vote. You know, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it just goes to show, like, as I tell you, I was one thing I was uh, l uh, listening to recently, and maybe, I'll, maybe one day we'll play this on the show, is that uh, I remember, um, I can't remember who, what his name was, but uh, he, I was listening to his YouTube uh, video, and uh, it was basically saying that, uh, you know the curriculum that everyone's been learning for the last, like, one, you know, decade or two decades and such, and uh, one thing that uh, the most kids are learning about is uh, the British Empire. And basically, like uh, the you know, like uh, the whole history of this country, and uh, yet they seem to neglect um, the you know the, the horrible things that the British Empire did, and uh, mm -hmm. also like some of the uh, uh, you know also when they cover World War Two, they seem to kind of gloss over some like the atrocities that happened also not on just on the uh, uh, the Nazi side, but also on the uh, the Allies side as well. And so, like, uh, so you can see why people have such a simplistic view of the world because when you don't give them the context. Of, uh, of 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 a particular subject matter, then of course they're going to come out with this uh, basically this gobbledygook, which you probably were treated to just in the previous video. Well, history yeah. history is written by the winners, mate. Unfortunately, isn't it? You, you, like I say, you write down what the winners want you to hear, and everything else gets forgotten or pushed to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, what we we're going to show was actually originally a video, but uh, I decided to make this an article instead because uh, I wanted to make sure we put in as much information about this as possible. Because uh, did anyone watch Aretha Franklin's funeral, a memorial service? 
Uh, That's all a little bit of it. Yeah. So um, there was a situation that happened uh, with this, uh, with the bishop who was uh, conducting the service, and uh, apparently uh, Ariana Grande had done this uh, rendition of one of uh, uh, Aretha Franklin's songs, and then he seemed to, for for whatever reason, seemed to uh, grab uh, Ariana Grande, bring her to the to the to the to the. Um, to to the well, to whatever that is in the front. Sorry, okay, okay. It's uh, not the pulpit. It's the uh, basically bringing it into the le- to the lectern, and um, then uh, puts his arm around her, around her. But whether he meant this or not, I'm not too sure. But it seems to like his fingers seem to grab the side of her her right her right hand breast. As uh, I don't know if you can see the picture here, but uh, yeah, this so this whole situation kicked off on social media. And uh, I'll, I'll bring it up for everyone to kind of take a closer look at. I'll see if I can try and make it a bit, make it a bit bigger for everyone to see. So basically, right, he's grabbing her by the waist, but kind of high up near yeah. her breast. A bit, a bit too high up, I think, uh, for some. Well, people not by the waist, from. like by the abdomen, near yeah, her breast. Yeah, like right around there. the chest area. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So this created this whole, uh, you know, thing on. Uh, 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 Twitter, where it was like saying, "Oh, respect uh, Ariana Grande. You know, shouldn't have, uh, you know, grabbed her like that, and uh, shouldn't have embarrassed her like that." And so this whole thing's kicked off. And so um, the bishop who did this, a uh, bishop Charles H. Ellis the uh, third, he's now who led the funeral. He's now apologized to uh, uh, to everyone uh, for basically what he says, quote unquote, too friendly with his physical contact on stage. And also making fun of her name while she was whilst uh, he was doing that. So Ella's pastor of uh, Detroit uh, Great Greater Grace Temple, uh, where the ceremony was held, apologized on Friday in an interview with Associated Press at the cemetery where Franklin was buried. Um, he said, um, "It would have never been my intention to touch any woman's breast." Ella said, "I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her." Ella said, "Maybe I crossed the border, and maybe I was too friendly or familiar." But again, I apologize. So, um, so he continued. Uh, I hugged all, all, all the female artists and male artists. Uh, everybody that that was up, I shook hands and hugged them, and that was what we were all about in the church. We are all about love. So uh, that's basically what happened. I think there's actually a video here. Actually, do you want to? Should we play it and see? Yeah, yeah, play the video. I, I want to get a bit more context. I've got to. I've got to apologize because I have to brush up. My 28-year-old daughter tells me, "Dad, you are old at 60." <laughs> when I saw Ariana Grande on the program, I thought that was a new something at Taco Bell. Yeah, I think uh, that was uh, the probably the worst dad joke you could possibly tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my he was trying. He, he was. He, he's trying. Bless him. He's he's, he's of another generation. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but if if he knew. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't. I, I mean, was he was he being pervy or was he just being? I don't know. What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Patricia? I I. I... <laughs> I think he was just trying way too hard to be like quote unquote charming. It just I've, comes across as awkward. There is yeah. a there is a part of me that I think that maybe in his mind he probably knew that he was she was like some kind of well, I think she obviously her daughter told her that he, this was Ariana Grande. And so mm. I guess I don't know if he was just trying to be a bit too clever and try and bring her up onto the stage and say, Oh hey, look, I'm getting uh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in hit. front of the world I'm with, with Ariana with Grande. 
you know, I mean, you know, uh, he, he, the woman who said, you know, sang, uh, he, you know, God is a woman. And uh, I don't know if he was like trying way too hard. And unfortunately, that attempt was uh, totally and utterly backfired on him. So, uh, yeah, he, he, I don't think I don't think he was groping ladies. No, I don't, I don't think. think not in public anyway. Yeah, I, I just think he was uh, trying a bit too hard. But uh, yeah, the uh, the social media uproar about this was huge, to say the least. And so uh, I think uh, hopefully he's probably no, he's going to think twice before you know trying to attempt stuff like this again. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was something that was brought to attention by. Yeah, by but I don't, I could understand you know man, man of the cloth t- touching touching ladies touching touching anyone in that kind of manner. Could be construed in a very bad way, you know. Uh, obviously. I was going to say, you know, after everything that we've seen in the Catholic Church right now, I think uh, all the accusations that are currently flying around, and uh, yeah. I think this was uh, this was the wrong. Yeah, you, know, you have to have, you have to have a bit of um, awareness of your uh, of where you are. I think mm-hmm. uh, in in the in the sphere, and also top of that as well, when you've got celebrities around the place and you're performing with celebrities the likelihood is that the you know the, the you know paparazzi and all this you know garbage press is not going to be very far away and you know how reactionary they can get in situations like this so they can interpret you know something which probably could be very innocent into something pretty sinister so, yeah <laughs> yeah okay um so uh, coming up on coming up now uh, we've got another uh, topic here so, uh, Roseanne was uh, cancelled after Roseanne Barr said some pretty racist stuff on uh, Twitter and uh, finally got, uh, you know, finally got the heave-ho. And uh, now there's going to be a return of uh, a spin-off show called uh, The Connors, which is going to be structured around uh, the rest of the family. And uh, Roseanne is going to obviously uh, not appear in the show at all. Uh, John Goodman is speculating that the, the, this fall's Roseanne spin-off uh, will mean uh, curtains for the matriarch uh, playing, played by Roseanne Barr. Uh, according to the Sunday Times of London, uh, Goodman said that he wasn't sure how the new series titled The Connors would be structured, but he guessed that his character will be mopey, quote, unquote, mopey and sad because his wife had died. So it basically means that... Uh, they're gonna kill. They're basically. I think. I don't know whether that's gonna be. I don't know ways to say that's official that they're gonna kill off Roseanne. But uh, I think if uh, John Goodman let that slip, I think. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that. Uh, you know, she's. Um, they're they're basically gonna write her off. Write Roseanne off for good. I don't think she's coming back. Didn't I say this that this was gonna happen, Aaron? Yeah, I think. remember on Pixmix that we actually did talk about this. Yeah, we did, and uh, we feel bad for John Goodman, but you know, I'm really glad that he's finally, you know, gonna be able to get to come back in this way, and uh, you know, everyone's gonna be able to kind of keep going the way that they are without Roseanne, which I think is uh, very, very positive. But uh, yeah, 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 we yeah. did mention that. Uh, go, go listen to the, um, I believe it was the Monsters Inc. episode of Pixmix where we did discussed about this about how. We talked about the fact that hundreds of people were losing their jobs over Roseanne Barr's, you know, controversial comment. And I'm now it seems to be the case that they're actually going over to the, you know, to their side. It, you know, Roseanne is no longer going to be a part of this show. I mean, remember we talked about how it was like a it was like a huge hit on ABC. So they saw, you know, ABC basically said, hey, you know what? Uh, if, if it's Roseanne that was the one that caused it, why should we let everybody else suffer? So I guess that's what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that's what we're what we're going to be treated to this fall. If uh, when the Connors finally gets uh, you know 
uh, gold plated and it gets put on to uh, put on the big put on the uh, TV screens. So uh, no no more Roseanne. Looks like it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <sighs> well, good riddance for bad rubbish, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, okay. So uh, Tom is the tank engine is uh, going to be coming back. And uh, it's going to be, uh, this time it's actually going to be made for, instead of like a, a UK specific audience, it's going to be made for a worldwide audience. So You mean it wasn't, wait a minute, it wasn't before? Um, I guess, it, I, well, wasn't it Ringo Starr who like did the original series? And, mm -hmm. uh, Ringo Starr, then it was Ringo, George Ringo. Carlin. Yeah, and so it was kind of like, yeah, kind George of like. George Carlin a, did the voices in Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, he was the, the, the voice of the, the narrator in Shining Time Station. Yeah. Wow, didn't know that. Well, you do now. So, um, so basically, it's um, they're basically going to make it a bit, bit more, uh, a bit more, bit more multicultural, and also there's going to be more female trains in this as well, from uh, from looks of this. So, when Thomas the Tank Engine kicks off a new series on Channel Five next week, it's going to be uh, looking and sounds uh, nothing like episodes fans have ever seen before. Uh, the series has been made some huge changes over the past few years, like introducing more international characters in an effort to make a wider appeal audiences that watch Channel 5's milkshake programming block. Uh, the rebranding will continue to near-total overhaul this year, which will see a classic uh, theme tune uh, roll call phased out with a traditional narrator replacing, uh, replaced by Thomas himself, uh, Sariana Ring Sayonara Ringo, uh, so, so the show can make more fast-paced, energetic formats. Yeah, so, still steam trains though. In 2018, there's still steam trains. Well, they have to be. Well, you can't really make a modern trains, can you? Why not? I mean, like, uh, oh, they'll all be the same, wouldn't they? Like, you know, there's. Uh, I mean, what well, also well, you, that as well. You get you? the bullet trains as well. They're they're a bit faster. Well, it's like, and well, you get the you, you, they still got some really slow shit trains in the northwest where they don't allow um, wheelchairs on. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. And uh, mind you, that'd be that'd be fun for like a, you know a robot chicken episode. But I'm not too sure if it would be <laughs> it would be fun for like an entire series. Like, yeah, they already had a robot chicken skid on um, about Thomas the Tank Engine a while ago. Yeah, didn't it was Dan supposed to be like it was like Thomas the Tank Engine mixed with Mission Impossible. Yeah. Didn't Daniel Radcliffe voice, vo vo voice Thomas in that? Yes, he I did. Know. Yeah, he did. Wow, uh, there we go. Um, so, for the first time ever, Thomas will be leaving uh, Sodor for the adventures all over the world. Uh, the new series will include 13 episodes in so Sodor, and also will set off in also do five shows in China. So uh, he's basically going off on an international journey, I guess. No, that that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean trains do go around the world, so yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't see any issues with it. Yeah, in China he'll meet a uh, new friend, uh, Yong Bao, and uh, Blue Tank Engine uh, Hong Mei. Uh, next, uh, Thomas will travel to India for four episodes, where he'll make friends with Ashima and an all-female all uh, rail controller named uh, uh, Karubala. So. Uh, no. So I guess the fat controllers are staying in Sodor from the looks of it, and uh, they're just gonna go and uh, uh, branch off the. Mind well, you, it's interesting that uh, you know, because the fat controller was uh, you know pretty pretty main character in the show, and to say that oh we're gonna replace him with someone else, it's like uh, yeah, pretty pretty uh, feels pretty. You know, that is def definitely different. Well, I mean, they did say that it was gonna be different. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. And the, considering that Thomas the Tank Engine has you know been around for a very long time. Um, it's a, pr a surprise that nowadays it's being recognized globally. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, even even Pokemon is doing the same thing in which, you know, the Alola regions and Kalos and the Unova regions are essentially, you know, the uh, different countries that were inspired other than just Japan. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like uh, it's, it's a massive franchise. I mean, uh, the, uh, uh, the I remember one uh, news article headline called it when it was uh, doing really well in uh, in sales. They called it Thomas the Bank Engine. Yeah. <laughs> Not kidding. Okay, so uh, yeah, so more Thomas the Tank Engine coming the way. So all right, cool. Next video, let's take a look at this. Uh... Oh, for goodness sake, sorry, he's not playing at the minute. Let me just. Uh... Paul's in Elstree. Paul, what would you like to say? Get this going. Okay, for some reason this is not wanted to go. Here we go. Okay. Oh so, damn! <laughs> so this Mario's is dead. Uh, yeah. So this is if video games were thirteen percent more realistic. Uh, just give everyone context of this. Uh, Mario, are you okay? Why did you think catching a ride with a tornado wouldn't kill you? Oh, someone call nine one one. Okay. So this is uh, for those of you who <laughs> can't see this. This is Legend of Zelda: uh, Link to the Past. <laughs> Maybe a mute child who has never seen battle of any kind isn't the best candidate to go on a giant adventure. Anyway, I'm gonna go lay eggs in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, that was that. So this is this next one is Doctor Mario. Ms. Peach, was it? Heard your last doctor told you to shove as many pills into you as possible to get rid of the viruses. That's incredibly dangerous and unethical. One pill every eight hours, and that's it. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so this is, uh, and this is Sonic the Hedgehog. Hey guys, ready for our next big adventure to- Oh, Jesus Christ, no! What? I'm a hedgehog. Hedgehogs are no deep, they're young. Sometimes. It's not weird. The only one who's weird is you for judging me. Could you guys keep it down? I'm trying to lay an egg over here. You know, echidnas are one of the last mammal species that lay eggs. We're called monodremes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are disgusting. Now excuse me while I spray musky urine over here to mark my territory. Like a normal person. <laughs> Go <love> Wow. <laughs> oh my god. So. Yeah, that's uh, more Dorkly stuff coming our way. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, next article we're going to look at is uh, this is Valve news, and uh, so Valve have been constantly teasing um, this uh, Half-Life Three. Uh, They've been making it as a joke for almost 15 years at this point. So, uh, back in March, uh, Valve CEO Gabe Newell gave gamers a fresh bout of hope after seeing uh, Half-Life 3 in their life in their lifetimes, promising that the company's uh, DOTA-based uh, uh, card game Artifact was not going was not the only thing Valve was working on, labeling it as uh, the first of several games we should expect from the studio in the future. Uh, in a recent interview, Valve developers uh, reiterated their intention of uh, getting back into business of developing and publishing games. They also acknowledged that many jokes and memes surrounding the now infamous sequel to Half-Life 2 and told IGN that they regularly share these amongst themselves. 
Uh, explaining Valve's uh, lack of new releases in recent years, Artifact programmer Brandon Reinhardt uh, suggested that the company behind the scenes uh, work on improving the experience of Steam, which was part of its investment for the future. Uh, which, uh, with that investment now yielding returns, he continued, we're na now we're in the place where we're able to, uh, as a company, invest and focus a lot more on games again. Uh, the, the answer to you're just sitting on your butts, sitting on the pile of money, swimming around in the, in the gold vault, uh, is to not is to not actually do that, uh, to deliver a bunch of high-quality games that sh show we're actually working really hard. Uh, Valve's first game uh, release uh, since 2013, Artifacts will be available from November 2015. 28th on PC. So, uh, I don't know. Do we do we hold Valve to that and say, I mean, <laughs> like, I you know what? If, if for that soon, I would expect to see a trailer or maybe some screenshots, maybe um, showcase on PAX West. But yeah, the fact that they are thinking about releasing a game really soon and we haven't heard a single thing about it other than this article, I'm not sure. Yeah, I just think I don't know. It's like, do we do we call time on Half Life Three at this point? Like, uh, do we no, just say? No, trust me. Eventually, it's gonna go down like Duke Nukem Forever, in which is gonna be a game that's gonna have unexpected high expectations, and then it's just gonna fall flat on its ass. Well, I think for me, I think with Half Life Three, I think Valve are basically waiting for something. I think they're waiting to invent something that they can look at and think, yeah, we're gonna use this as the engine for Half Life Three. Oh great! They're the James Cameron of video game companies. I guess that I guess they are. I think at this point, because I mean, even if Half Life Three did come out and all it was it was is just a clone of Half Life Two, I mean, is that really revolutionary of Valve to do? Nope. No. Especially since they're all about their high techs and you know innovating video games to the point in which you know that you know the following with their enhanced game engine is gonna you know be in the cost of you know constantly making games. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're still waiting for Half-Life 3 on this point. And, yep. Uh, yeah. and it's gonna we'll be probably get a We'll probably get a teaser of it in 2023, and then by 2035, we'll probably get a trailer. And then by 2100, we're all dead. It's probably going to be a little demo, and then who knows when it'll come out. Yeah. By the way, if we're all looking a bit tired right now, uh, just to let you guys know, we've actually recorded this a very late at night. Uh, well, except for Patricia, who's uh, recording this. Is, uh, I am awake. Yeah, well, well I'm, 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 falling, <laughs> well, I'm tired because I'm, I'm I went through a whole well. week of work and I'm still, you know, trying to study. Yeah. Okay, um, we've got some Nintendo Switch news. Um, so Nintendo Switch is going to be updating its firmware soon. So, hey, exciting for me. And this could include uh, saving on the cloud. So uh, basically any games that uh, you currently have saves for, at the minute, this will uh, not it won't be saved. It won't just be saved on the actual device itself. It could go up into a cloud system uh, for most of it. So, uh, as revealed on Reddit, the changes are pretty minor and ex most exclusively relate to the upcoming Nintendo Switch Online service. Uh, the tagline for the said service seems to be "More games, more features, more fun." So. Uh, uh, on one of the fourth mentions, fun features uh, is uh, supported from cloud game save games. Uh, anybody who play it pays uh, the twenty pounds per year feature will be able to back up their saves to the cloud. In which practice looks like this. So uh, there's a screenshot of it here, and so uh, basically you'll save cloud backup and it'll uh, back up over here. I guess it kind of works in the same way, I guess the iCloud does. I guess and. Uh, 
Um, the updates uh, relates uh, primarily to the online service uh, is unsurprising. Uh, Nintendo has already revealed that the Switch online service will be launching in September. So prepared for preparing for millions of Switch consoles out there to be a big unveiling is only natural. Uh, beyond cloud saves, uh, we're told that uh, expect old NES games remastered for online multiplayer, as well as the ability to keep playing uh, the titles that already support the online play. Uh, unfortunately, there's a bunch of little out in there in which uh, related to the upcoming online features. Uh, there's a bunch of new icons from uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, uh, two of Captain of the Captain himself, two of the uh, Toadettes, and one of uh, Wingo and uh, one of the uh, Dragedon. Uh, there are also new controllers uh, icons uh, for the NES and SNES. So uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, where we are at the minute with uh, new firmware. So uh, we'll be getting that soon for Nintendo Switch. So um, I guess anyone else anyone tempted by Nintendo Switch at all? If I had the money, I would. Uh, I've got a friend who's got one. He swears by it. I've played. I've played Nintendo Switch a couple of times, and it is fun. It is yeah. a really fun social way to, to to game with people in the room, out of the room. It is. It is cool. I can't really afford one right now, but if if I had the money, I would definitely buy it. No, I've, I've got one, and I love it. And uh, I love. Uh, I, sorry, I love Breath of the Wild so much. I'm still uh, running around doing the adventure before I beat Ganon. So, uh, you know, his, uh, his, his time of reckoning will come. I'm just, uh, I've got to do all the side quests before I beat him. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's basically where I am at the minute. Um, so, let's have a look. What else have we got here? Okay, we've got another video, so uh, let's check this out and see what we think. Let's hope that it works this time, unlike uh, other videos we've got on here. Uh, okay, here we go. So, uh, there's not really any sound on this video, but... Uh, yeah, this is a guy who's hand-feeding a, uh, a bunch of alligators. He has a death wish. I don't know. Save lunatic. Yeah, look at that. It's like, uh, he's right there, just hand-feeding him. Yeah. Mind you, it's like, uh, I guess, in a way, he's not got too much to fear, because I probably think, I mean, I don't, I don't know how intelligent, you know, alligator crocodiles actually are. But they're probably thinking, well, this guy is feeding us meat, and if we wait um, for a considerable, if we keep continuing waiting, he'll keep giving us meat. So, but you know, he he is meat though. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, and he's a lot bigger meat yeah, than the remember, ones that he's giving them. Yeah, but uh, Nick, remember the goose that laid the golden egg? You know, you kill the goose, you're not going to get any. You'll get that meat, but you won't get any more meat after that. So. Uh, this is this is true, but are are crocs that's that no, intelligent? That's, that's, oh, but th basically they're just getting that food in their gobs right now, so yeah. they don't need to worry about anything else. I don't know. It's 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 guys are fucking lunatic though. Yeah, he is. And so, <laughs> I mean, he's like, I mean, he's is this like a is this like a national park or a zoo or something? No, or is he just, just some guy who just casually was driving or riding his bike and he's like, oh, look, gators. I have some scraps. I'm just going to feed them. No, there's no context to this, unfortunately. So it's just, um, it is what it is. Just down the yeah. bank to the River Nile or something? God knows. God knows where he's put. We don't know who he is. We don't know where he was. But uh, let me just say he's got balls of steel to uh, go behind <laughs> crocodiles. Okay, next video. There are a lot of foods at McDonald's that get a bad rap. It is fast food after all. The chicken nuggets have long been under fire for their questionable ingredients, and they've somehow managed to squeeze 19 ingredients into something as simple as french fries. But every restaurant has to have at least a few safe menu options, right? 
One item that has long been touted as a smart choice is the filet of fish but some Reddit posters claiming to be ex-McDonald's workers are doing their best to blow that option out of the water. An insanely popular Reddit post asking fast food workers what customers should never order has garnered nearly 16,000 responses. And a large chunk of those responses have been dedicated to the beloved fish option from the Golden Arches. But the problem with the filet of fish isn't what you might think. It's not that the always perfectly square patty isn't actual fish, it is. McDonald's uses wild-caught Alaska Pollock from certified sustainable fisheries. Sounds great, right? So what's the problem? Give me back that filet of fish! Give me that fish! Turns oh my god, that, 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 thing's, that thing's been used to sell... That, 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 that talking fish is still around. I know. I've never seen that before. Well, no, no I've, seen, I've seen it loads of times. It used to be, uh, it used to, I, 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 remember I used to go, used to go into offices and, you know, there'd be some insane guy who used to have something like that on his wall. Oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, I used to see those. I'm talking about, like, I've never seen the commercial use that fish. Yeah, well, apparently that's what they use for the filet of fish, and, uh, I wish they didn't use it because, God, I have to see that god-awful thing again. It's out that wild-caught fish still might not be fresh. At all. In fact, it could have been sitting around for hours before you take that first bite. One user said, No one orders filet of fish so at my store, they sat in the cabinet forever. Another person called it, the fast food equivalent of playing Russian roulette. That sounds awful. Yeah! I, I would I'd probably rather play the Russian roulette where you put one bullet in the gun and pull the trigger than uh, eat a filet of fish at this point. I, I I knew somebody who ordered filet of fish, but and one of the reasons he ordered it was because he said it was always fresh. Yeah, well, they because, because no one because no one orders it, they have to cook it fresh. Mm. Of course, you depends, can always depends how uh, how, how uh, strict they are with uh, the food inspections, I suppose, in your particular fast food restaurant. Yeah. Russian roulette. Of course, you can always request to have yours made fresh, as many posters recommended, but even that isn't always a sure solution. Many posters claim a fresh patty is just one that's fresh out of the microwave after having sat for a long time in the warmer. And even if you're if not worried about it, don't eat McDonald's, don't eat fast food, you know what I mean? You uh, get what you pay for. Yeah, I, I'll probably agree with you on that. You really are getting a fresh cooked patty. That filet of fish may still be completely questionable, as one Reddit poster who claimed to be an eight year veteran of McDonald's unveiled even more dirt on this seafood favorite. The patties had a tendency to hang around well past their use-by timer. Similarly, the tartar sauce could go through several days sitting out in basically room temperature conditions. Oh my god. And they're still selling that to people. Like, you wouldn't even pay, mind you, you wouldn't even pay like 50, 50 pence for that. Would you? Ignorance is, ignorance is bliss though, mate. You're, just, you're not supposed to think about what you're eating when you eat fast food. All you know is, I want it now, I want it cheap. And so long as it's a bit warm, just shove it down your face. Oh you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's crap food, but you get what you pay for. Yeah. If you want anything better, go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Ew. People, people lap it up in fucking... Oh, people eat fast food at McDonald's because it's so convenient. Me, myself, it's not good food. We all know it's not good food, but it's just so convenient. You don't have 24-hour food anywhere else. What, what, what other food outlets in the UK, at least, are in? They're open 24 hours over um, at McDonald's. Yeah, well, I guess you could say, well, that's a good question, actually. I don't think there 24 is. hours, none. Yeah. None. Not enough to turn you off? No worries, he kept going, claiming the fryer oil for the fish fillets was rarely cleaned. He finished up with, 
don't get steamed buns, no one ever cleans the steamer. Despite all this, some loyal Filet-O-Fish fans won't be swayed. As somebody who regularly orders it, I have to disagree. It's by far the best fish sandwich that any fast food place has. According to me Well, I don't think- how many- how many places do we know that? Fast food places that we know sell fish. Do we not in the UK? Um, Long John Silvers. Um, well, we don't have that in the UK. So, uh, um, what else? Do... Well, we have fish and chip shops, though, but there there is no national apart from Harry Ramsden's. Yeah, I mean, but mind you, I would imagine they probably do get. I mean, I mean chip shops, I think, are usually they usually do get fresh fish. Yeah, I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they do generally, but the only the only sort of nationalised fish and chip shop is Harry Ramsden's, really. Yeah, and that's. You don't get very many of them. No, I don't All think you do. oh, that's, 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 that's a weird thing I've often thought. Like, fish and chips is a national dish, but there's no real chains of chippies, is there? No, except for Chippies Harry are Amazon, all yeah. independently owned. Well, they're starting to get like that now. I mean, I think the local chain that we have around here is... Uh, we're starting to get, like, a local chain of, like, uh, different chip shops now, I think. And uh, really? also, on top of that as well, some of the, uh, some of the, like, the uh, well-known chip shops now, I think they're starting to, like, uh, band together and start opening things over. You know, kind of like the pubs. You know, the pubs, like, you know, you have, like, Holtz and you have, like... Uh, uh, you know, um, what should we call it? Um, what's his names? Um, Witherspoons and things like that. I think they're starting. To, right. I think it's kind of like those kind of deals starting to happen now with chip shops a little bit. But there's no fish and chip fast food shop, really, though, is there? Uh, Even the, though fish and chips is supposedly the national dish. Give it time, Nick. Give it time. I'm sure it'll come around eventually. McDonald's, the sandwich is still a popular seller, both in the U.S. and other countries around the world. Something tells us that won't change anytime soon. Uh, well, I guess we can see why the country doesn't get any healthier then. Mm. So, uh, yeah, well, that's that. I don't mind a fillet. I don't mind a fillet of fish, to be honest. Okay. I don't mind them. This it's is the right. last video of the show, so uh, let's brace ourselves for this one. Oh right, boy! Guys, me and Becca are off on holiday today. She's upstairs having a quick shower. I've got to go and make some last-minute adjustments to her case. Here's Becca's case, and here is a bag of Becca's new bikinis. Won't be needing those. I oh, well, so what? You're going to take her a nudist beach or something? <laughs> I guess so. Okay. I've replaced her bikinis. Okay, if that does end up being the case. We're going to have to censor this video, but. With a special one I got made for her. But I can't show you guys until we get there. <laughs> this is going to be epic. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what did you just say to me? Where are they? Where are what? My bikinis, you've hidden them, and now you've got the camera out, that just proves that you've done something. <laughs> and the last four times I've asked you, no, they haven't seen them, no, they've got them. Okay, well, your bikinis are not in your case. Here's your bikinis. What, in here? Bikini. Swimming costume. Open it up, then. Come on, we're all dying of suspense here. <laughs> You're telling me that you've taken all of my bikinis out and left me with one. One quality one that you're going to love. What you got, Pops? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what have you got? Show us. I am not wearing this at all. Show us. Hold it up. Come on. Everybody wants to see. <laughs> you got me a bikini with your face on it. It's not my face. You haven't seen the back yet. Oh, oh my god! Really? Yeah. That looks 
dumb. Oh, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> and his mouth is right where her. Uh, That's not your ass. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> that is 100% my ass. <laughs> you waxed it. Why? <laughs> Where the hell did he even get that made? Do, do you even do you really want to know the answers to that question, Nick? Uh, kind of. You, no, Wait, you don't. Going on holiday very soon. I don't. <laughs> on you. That's I'm not wearing this. That's me. Disgusting. I think it's a whitehead. Is that a whitehead? Oh. <laughs> So that is your swimming costume, babe. I'm not wearing it. And when you put that on, right, that's going to look like your ass at the back. A hairy man ass. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I'm not wearing it. I've actually put my bikinis with you No, honestly. I took them all out. I'll show you the beginning of this video. I threw them out. They're gone. This is your swimsuit, babe. This is what you've got for the whole holiday. This is what you've got for the whole holiday. Have you seen where my tongue is at the front? This was by sheer accident. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> and your eyeballs are on my My eyes are always on your darling. Oh, for fuck's sake. This would be amazing. You're going to look lovely, darling. Do you know what? I mean, well, is he joking? I'm no have a swim costume like that, so you're going to be unique. Who the hell else? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> she looks happy. <laughs> 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 oh, why she wore it? Stand straight, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, this is wrong. This is wrong. You ain't in the back. Turn around. Like really hairy. You could have shaved you. You've even got my fat rolls printed on it. <laughs> no, it's my fat roll. No, I think it's my fat roll. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I've got a fat roll even when I'm leaning to the side. <laughs> oh Jesus God. Christ, this is real. You could have shaved your ass. Fucking hell, babe. You could have shaved your ass. Look at it. You could have your nostril. Look, where's your nostril at? Look at that. Nostril hair. <laughs> right head, nostril hair. This is hands down the best thing I've ever spent my money on, except the pool. No, it's not me. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious, but it's not, no. I could probably imagine, I'm sure there's some poor kids in Africa that could probably need that money right about now, to be honest with you, pal, rather than, you know, a, 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 bit, a, a swimming costume with your fucking face on it and your tongue on a snatch, to be quite honest with you. Oh my god. This is so funny. Mm. <laughs> my have eyebrows. Genuinely looks like your ass. That is so funny.
Jesus Christ. No, don't do that. Don't wipe like that because it looks like you should be wiping your bum and it's like you've, you haven't got any tissues or it looks like you're wiping your ass or your hand. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know if we're going to have to age restrict this show or not. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the? Honestly, from a distance, people are going to see you walking down the street and they're going to be like, oh my God, that bird's got her ass out and it's f***ing well hairy. And then I'm going to turn around and they're going to be like, what the <laughs> Surprise, Ruben. Angry Ruben. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, Ruben. Angry Ruben. I love you. Let's go. No, I can't. There's no way she's going out like that. I can't. Oh, I tell you what, um, well, well, I've not seen the end of this video. I've only just had it basically said to me. Who who bets that she's going to go outside and who bets she's not going to go outside? She seems like she's up for a laugh. I don't know, maybe maybe down to the uh, hotel pool, maybe. Okay. Uh, Patricia, where do, you, do you think she'll go outside or not outside? Forget it, man. I would never do that. I hope that no, she no, has at least no, an no. ounce of dignity left. No, not, not you. I mean, do you think she's going to go outside or do you think she's not going to yeah, go she's, outside? Yeah, she's going to do it, definitely. She thinks, you think <laughs> she's going to do it. And uh, you think she is going to do it, but only by the, like, the pool? Yeah, maybe by the hotel pool, yeah. Yeah, okay. by the hotel pool. Okay. So, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't think she's going to do it. The amount of people that are looking. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I have lost faith in all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's some people that are just shaking their heads. <laughs> some people she's really up for a laugh. I like her. She's funny. She oh. seems like a laugh. Well, you're rocking it, babe. Let's just get a shot from the front. Come on. Come on, babe. Oh, look at that. Yeah, when, you, when you're running around with the camera, people are going to know this is a stunt. Smiley. Oh, cheeky tongue. Cheeky oh. <laughs> tongue. Oh god, baby, here comes a lot of people. Oh, oh. god. What just happened? <laughs> Did we just get stopped by some people? No, I didn't stop. They love the back. Did they really? Yeah, well, you weren't looking at them. No. Honestly, why not? Are you embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well. <laughs> I really don't know what else to say about that. Just, uh, my fucking <sighs> God. So, for all you women out there, be careful when your men goes after your bathing suits because you could be wearing something like this. Yeah. And hey. even worse, you could be going out in public. <laughs> I, say, Patricia, uh, I think uh, if uh, you and I maybe in the future take a trip to uh, the beach... Uh, I swear, if you do that to me, Aaron, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> At least you look fabulous while you're doing it. <laughs> Not on your life, Aaron Meta. <laughs> um, that being said, <laughs> we're ending the show. Oh my god, what, what a way. Whoever gave us that, what a way to end. Like, uh, yes, thank you very much for that. If you want to send us stuff like this, and um, you know, whatever, you just send us anything. You know, where we all, we'll, you know, whether we'll make us laugh, make us cry, make us happy, make us sad, whatever. Facebook.com forward slash Arrowmeta Show. Uh, tweet it as at Arrowmeta Show. Uh, Tumblr is at it's Arrowmeta.tumblr.com. And also, we got we still got to ask me anything. Uh, uh, we still got my ask me up on there on Tumblr as well. So if you want to ask me a question, then you're welcome to do that. 
and uh, youtube.com forward slash Aramata Show. And if you want to listen to this on the podcast, it is Player FM, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere on Liberated Syndication or Podcast Directory. Uh, we're on something called CastBox as well, I think. And so uh, we're sort of spreading around all the websites and everything. So, you know, give us a listen and, uh, you know, really do support us. So, uh, so yeah, um, from me, all of us here at the Aramata Show, uh, from Nick and from Patricia uh, and from myself, take care. Bye-bye for now. See ya. See ya.